Welcome back, everyone, boys, girls, fans of Pearl Jam. This is the the best 45 minutes to an hour podcast you'll ever catch. Talking about our guys, Pearl Jam. We got Nino on the East. Oh, boy. West Coast, man. I've already had a glass of wine. I already botched yeah. that one. So Hey, man. I can be on the East Coast, too. One day I'll get out there. And, yeah. Uh, I think we got to, next time the boys come around, we, we got to make that Madison Square Garden show happen, dude. You're much dude. closer. I'll just meet you in the city. Let's get after it. You know, again, uh, they're definitely going to be doing a 24 tour for sure. So I'm pretty excited. I'm stoked, man. I'm representing East Coast correction from earlier. My guy Nino holding down the West Coast. That's right. How's That's Seattle right. doing, man? Is it raining still? Um, it is nasty and super rainy. Uh, perfect for making some new awesome grunge songs. So I hope the boys are digging in a basement somewhere. You know, just like battening down the hatches, getting some of that gloom out. And uh, I cannot wait for this new apparent album, hopefully coming out sometime in the next maybe year. Yeah. Months, something yeah, like that. man. Can't wait, dude. I'm, again, we talked about it last time. It was like, oh, Ed's like, oh, this is going to be a different one. And I don't know. Again, we talked about it. Every album seems to be different. So curious to see what that means. Maybe they add another band member. Maybe uh, there's a <laughs> yeah. maybe there's a saxophone, saxophonist or something like this. <laughs> clarinet. <laughs> oh, man. I, I wouldn't mind getting Boom back in the mix. I don't know what that guy's been doing. but uh, Has he not been in? Did he I not? I don't know. You tell me. You were at. Well, the he last was show. at the show. He was. Okay. In, he was at the show. I'm good. Pretty sure. I'm glad. I'm glad. I just hadn't seen too much of him, so I'm like, oh god, I hope he's good. Yeah. Plus, I need a new album because I I did. I the I think the Gigaton is growing on me, but it was just such like bad timing for its release. You know, it did get us through the pandemic. You know, which was a blessing that it was there. But I. I, I think we just got shorthanded based on the whole timing of that. Plus I tried to go to a show that was canceled. And yeah, it's it, too bad. It, it just blows. So I'm just ready to move on with it. Yeah, no problem, man. And, and guess what, man? Another good time of the year. It's March. It's March Madness kicking around. Oh, basketball. Yes. Oh, time. yes. You know, you know, there's weird side topic. You know that March Madness is like the highest time for vasectomies. You knew that? Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, it's uh, like the most like prime time to have that done. You just uh-huh. sit on the couch and watch watch sports for the first two days. Fantastic. Yes, yeah. yes, it's actually probably a, a if you're if you're going to choose if you're in the market for that, to do it, right. I highly recommend it. Um, the uh, <sighs> taking time off for March Madness. That, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> There you go. Well, hey, listeners, again, thank you again for the support. We are going to try our – tell me what we're doing, you know. So you had the idea last time. We did a, a March Madness version of Pearl Jam songs. Wes was the the, the chooser of, of those songs. We're going to try a 2.0. So tell me what, what the idea was for the 2.0. Well, uh, one, it's a special one for us because I think this is our 25th episode, which is pretty – Amazing. Not bad for a couple hacks uh, out there just starting up a little podcast during the pandemic and just kind of keeping it going with our most favorite band in the entire world. And so I was like, hey, man, March Madness coming back. 
we one of our favorite episodes one of our favorite episodes it's so much fun basically uh if you haven't heard the first one what i recommend is finding a friend and or friends and you know put a bunch of pearl jam songs in a hat but while you're doing that definitely grab some beers facetime each other you are essentially making your own brackets so the first time we did it wes was master song puller Mm -hmm. and and creator and creator which was great and so you know all the heavy hitter songs were in this very first March Madness Pearl Jam bracketology, uh, you know, episode we did. So this time, uh, a little truer to form, you know, if there's people out there that are watching March Madness and are in the basketball, especially this year. Yeah, especially this year. A lot. Uh, I mean, brackets are already busted, of course. There's only two number one seeds left. They're both losing right now. That's right. Yeah. And... And you get these teams that come in that, you know, haven't been heavy hitters over the years. You know, there is no North Carolina in there this year. There is no Michigan in there this year, right? Now, this was, this was, that was all by chance. We put, we put the heavy hitters in there. We did. We did. So what we did is I took every single Pearl Jam song I was possibly ever recorded under Pearl Jam, Lost Dogs, um, some of their their best uh, B-sides, uh, super rare ones, and a couple covers, right? And threw 130-some-odd songs in a hat. And we just started pulling at random. And we went counterclockwise around the bracket. So first we picked 32 songs. And then we just kept going, lined them up with another 32 songs. And we got to this. We're, yeah, when we first did it, we're like... Uh, is this awesome? I can't tell because there's just like some totally random ones in there. So, and and also some big songs that are not even on the list. So what we decided was from our first episode, Alive was the number one song. And yeah, if you can one, believe that, or Live was both of our choice. And it, our it, winner, yeah, it, for both of us. Which which <clears> I've caught some I've caught some flack for that, by the way. Hey, amongst the PJ listeners, if you play this game and you work it for a bracket, you just never know how it's going to turn out because we went into that saying, "Okay, well, you know, let's let's try not to pick the most obvious biggest hit of Pearl Jam that they've ever had. But the way that, you know, these games play out, you just (laughs) never know who's going to be going in the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, Final Four. And you just, you know, any. Hey, man. Any given day, you never know who's going to be on that championship game. So um, this one, I thought, was also very fun. So what I did was I I listened to every single song. Mm, I worked every dedication. single bracket. Wow. I've been doing this for two weeks. And there are some that were very easy ones. And there are some that were some very difficult chooses. So... We're not going to go every single matchup start to finish. Otherwise, we'll be here forever. But based on what we saw from the original 64, what were some ones that you saw that were maybe like, oh, this is actually a really hard. Great comment. Or or, or this is like the worst matchup in history. Yeah. So, again, (laughs) just another context. There's no seating. So it was completely at random. So. For instance, there is a, a setup here: rats versus whale song, and you know, whale song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had I obviously I've listened to it uh, fifteen times, probably my twenty years of listening to Pearl Jam. 
And whale song, is that Jack Iron singing? It it has to be. It has to be, right? It has to be. It has to be. Okay. So whale song was not one of my difficult choices, but nevertheless, some of the, the, the tough ones from round 64, Immortality, a matchup of, of, of um, um, uh, Vitology. So you had Immortality and Nothing Man. Mm-hmm. That was a tough yeah. one. Right off the get, you know, both yeah. of those, I think, have some staying power in the bracket. Go down to the next rung, you have Insignificance, which is one of my favorite jams from Binaural, heading up against Present Tense, which is, you know, obviously Present Tense. That song has, like, cult following. Is yes. going to have a... That song is going to carry some weight, but and again, I have you know, insignificance is not a not an easy not an easy song to dismiss. Another two from binaural, I, it was difficult. Nothing as it seems, which actually was one of if you listen to our rejection album or our kind of throwaways, was went to a throwaway a while ago. I've really mm-hmm. become to love that jam against yes. Breaker Fall, and and probably my di- most difficult one is in the first round was uh, the Fixer and Do the Evolution. Yeah. Oh, good one. Yep. Be- yep. Because, and we'll talk more about the fixer because it, it, I think you'll notice where, it, where it's heading for me. But you know, obviously, do the evolution is so good, and everything, I, everything about yield is fantastic, and that song is so awesome live. But there's just a place in my heart for fix the fixer. It's like a time in my life when I was kind of making my own, and yep. it's such a happy, punky, like happy kind of poppy song. Which that so that was one of the, my tougher tougher uh, matchups. Yeah, absolutely. I I also found some, um, some surprises that came out myself. Now there was a couple I had my eye on from the beginning that I was, I was like, okay, this one could probably go a long way, but I want to, you know, do it some justice. Yeah. Do it. It's justice. And even when I started to get into the sweet 16, I would still go head to head with these songs and uh you know i'll get into it in a little while how i came to choose but uh, are you are you telling me you didn't have a hard time you know like with dirty frank versus fatal you know or no didn't have a hard time even sweet lou in there versus (laughs) what dead man you know and so there were there were there were some fun ones in there but um, there were some Olay, which i think we actually maybe veto that one actually it's not that terrible of a song better than can't (laughs) deny me actually but I, I knew anything would probably uh, turn you on a little bit better than good old can't deny me, but uh, one day it'll win your heart. Doubtful. Yeah. But, um, so I think. So what do you, hold on, let me wrap. I didn't get to, what What do you think about, so Rearview Mirror was another one that was another heavy hitter. <clears throat> and I know how much you love that jam. So did you have any difficulty with No Way? Versus rearview mirror in the first I had, round. I had no difficulty with that. Uh, rearview mirror definitely. Uh, you know, no way was in the rearview mirror. How about no, that? no oh, way? Yeah. Oh yes, dude, a hundred and ten thousand percent. But when uh, that one started moving forward, um, we had severed hand versus crown of thorns. Now that was getting a little tough because then it was crown of thorns versus rearview mirror. And so as I was thinking about how I would eventually get to my, my number one song, I kind of came up with this idea because I was watching some YouTube videos and things like that. Just I was watching some live things. I was listening to studio albums. And I'm thinking like, you know, if Pearl Jam was going to pull up in their truck 
or trailer mm-hmm. and start unloading their gear into my small ass living room, setting up the drum kit and the mic stands, laying down the carpet, getting ready to just do one song mm, in question. my house. Yeah, good. good if setup. these guys are going to come in my house and all I get is just one song for them to do live in my house and then they done and then they go home. What is that song going to be? So when I had crown of thorns up against Rearview mirror, it was, this was kind of a crux of my bracket because I, I gave it that, uh, how do you say like the goose pimple factor? Mm-hmm. How you know? Because when I listen to Crown of Thorns, Chloe Dancer going Dude. into Crown of Thorns, which Dude, is yeah, you have to mention it's Chloe Dancer going into Crown of Thorns because that and, changes the game. And even in there, <laughs> is this a Pearl Jam song? Right? Is this a true Pearl Jam song? But it was still on the list. Now, Pearl Jam is the only pers- person or group that performs this song, right? So mm-hmm. it's not like a cover of a different band like Pearl Jam's doing Pink Floyd, Pearl Jam's doing The Who. This is, they are the only people that sing the song. Now, when I cranked me some rearview mirror and I thought about all the times that I saw it live. Yeah. And I was like, you know, bad word, bad word. I'm like, you know, this one was really hard for me. So I will come back to that one. Okay. That one kind of sets up some other things. But as you started to get in to the center of the bracket, what was one that you were surprised that was still hanging around? You're like, I can't believe this division three school is in this bracket and is winning and advancing against, you know, schools that have been around that have actually brought home the gold before. What were you seeing playing? Yeah. And I think, so I think there's some, there's a disproportionate amount of songs that were on the list that were from albums that I'm not, or that maybe I don't lean into. Mm-hmm. So there, there mm-hmm. were some, <clears throat> there were riot, a lot of riot act. There were a lot of binaural and again, yeah. completely random chance, but I did. And a lot of lost dogs, which I've always been a huge fan of lost dogs. Yeah. So yeah, I felt maybe there was, there was two that, that were, the slower of uh, the slower tempo jam so fatal i've always been a fan of fatal mm-hmm. but fatal carried its weight which i didn't expect right as well as uh, man of the hour and again that's uh that's not really even on a um a studio album but that song in itself is so heart-wrenching that it uh it's mm-hmm. i didn't realize how far it would go but going really quick back to the round of 64 one of the songs that caught me off guard that went to the Sweet 16 was Angel. And oh, what? Yeah, dude. I know. And I think no that you. Hey, <laughs> you got to tell him who it's up against, bro. Okay. So Angel is up against Wash. And oh, trust me, God. I fucking love Wash. So don't, yeah. don't think that was an easy choice. But I listened to the Bridge School um, yes. video of that like 18 times. And of oh. course, Dave is playing the guitar. And of course, Dave like wrote the song. So mm-hmm. it's a little like kind of takes a few notches down on the list for that. Yep. But in that, in that um, performance, Eddie's voice is just absolutely incredible. And there's just something about like the way that song progresses and 
it just like it just kills me. So I actually took Angel over Wash, and Angel went into the Sweet Sixteen up against Indifference. And so again, oh my goodness. the the overall feeling for my bracket was definitely on the slower jams, way more on the slower jams. Well, it was difficult because there was a lot of slower there were. jams there were. in here. So when you're pushing Man of the Hour forward, which actually did go to the Sweet Sixteen for me as well, beating out Whipping uh, of the Girl and Whipping and Wishlist, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many factors that'll go into uh, why certain songs have gone for it's either how Ed's carrying it, how right. he's sounding, right? <clears throat> what kind of song it is? Is Mike shredding the guitar? Who's on drums, right? Because when I'm listening to uh, WMA versus Leash, I was like getting into WMA, man. I haven't heard that one in a while, and it was just like, but it carries the same kind of beat the whole time, which is awesome about the song. I mean, it's one of the first songs. I realized Pearl Jam could do a lengthy song. I'm sure there were others before that. I'd actually, you know, I'd like to know here. This would be a good trivia. What is the first like five minute, 50 second or six minute song that Pearl Jam has ever put out on a studio album? That I'd like to know. Minus the release, like going on for another five minutes. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, you know, I was thinking about that. And so... You know, what do we look for in a song? How many beers have I had? What time of night is it? How am I feeling inside? Right. I mean, there are so many different things kind of going into this. So, um, well, one of the one of the things that I had a hard time with it wasn't even the song, really. You know, it was like I all I love all these songs so much, and for me, the deciding factor, for instance, in the Sweet Sixteen, I had uh, "Sad" against "River Mirror." Okay, I took "River Mirror" for that one. Um, okay basically nostalgia like how do i feel mm-hmm. like take me to the place when i first heard indifference right take me to the place where i first heard the dog barking on rival you know like right. you know these are all like memories that you can that you pull from and maybe hard to imagine is not better than immortality but there's something yeah. about if I put my like the first time I heard that song where I was driving to like that was a fun moment for me. Right. Right. Hard to imagine went far. Hard to yeah, imagine went into <laughs> my elite eight. And I think what brought it there is I was watching this, uh, the AOL sessions on YouTube and um, it was just so good. The boys, I mean, they're not, I mean, they're in their prime still. Right. But they were like definitely in their prime. You know, Eddie had the long hair. You know, they've had a couple albums out and just the musicianship that was taking place in that uh, recording session. It was so good because I actually had hard to imagine going up against Nothing Man. Ooh, so you had Nothing Man beating Immortality in the first matchup. Yes, I did. And so I listened to Immortality quite a bit. And again, it had to do with the nostalgia, what you've mm-hmm. seen, the 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 hair on your arm standing up factor. I don't quite get that with immortality. Um, it's amazing. It's just sad. And so I, even though nothing, 
course, Nothing Man is tremendously sad too, but I did have Nothing Man beating out Drifting and Tremor Christ and Immortality and uh, Rival and You Are Mm -hmm. and, you know, like all these songs, right? So once I got to Hard to Imagine and Nothing Man, that was really tough. And it was only a difference of maybe how they sound completely different on the studio album versus what I'm getting when I'm seeing those live and in other uh, other venues and other scenarios. So it's tough. It, that's why this game is so much fun. And and it much like uh, basketball, you know, you you're just like, there's no way this song's ever going to get beat out, but someone's going to take them down to the last three point shot of the game. And you only got to win by one point. So sometimes it's just the way one lyric makes you feel. One guitar solo just totally takes over the song. I, I love this game so much. It's great. What, no, did, you I, see, yes. what did you see playing out? <clears throat> okay, uh, so in that in that little top left quartile, I had, I won't say identical, except for I had Immortality beating Nothing Man in the beginning. And Hard to Imagine carrying on. So I had in the Elite Eight, Hard to Imagine against Immortality, very similar mm-hmm. setup. And for me, this was one of the harder matchups in the total bracket. Again, they're both super passionate songs. And for me, again, it was nothing against Immortality because I could have easily taken that to the to the final game for wow. me. Interesting. Yeah. And I think at least for Immortality in the Binder, uh, the Better Royal Hall show, that is probably my one of my favorite songs of all time is the Immortality version of that one. It's amazing. I actually met someone this uh, just yesterday who was at the Better Royal Hall show. I was like, how the hell did you even get into that gosh darn show? Was it the guy that said, you sound so fucking good? No, I don't. I, I sh- <laughs> if it was, that would have been totally sweet. Um, no. And, and, and when they do, especially that Benaroy Hall show is completely amazing. But when I was getting down to the sweet 16, you know, it was like, okay. And I was playing another fun game. I was like, okay, if there's going to be a show cross the street, somewhere right down the road, Pearl Jam's playing tonight. out of all these 64, they're going to play 16 songs. What are going to be my top 16 songs that I want to hear when I go tonight based on what's out of these 64 songs? And so that was also helping me lead towards, Mm. you know, the elite eight and the final four. So that because making these choices, it's fun. It's hard. You you know, I try not to agonize over it because I'm like, how can I pick my favorite band against my favorite band? Either way, no matter who wins. We all win because it's That's right. you know the best band in the world is winning. So so let's let's just jump over to the right against in the top right one. So this is the one that had Angel as the number one seat and I had can't believe oh. that pass <laughs> wash. <laughs> it had rearview mirror and again rearview mirror was probably the is probably the uh, eight hundred pound gorilla in this bra- in this quadrant right hundred percent. This is the one that you know we kind of looked at each other and said. Yeah, can we put this one in here? Because it could just run the table, but yeah. It, but it also had for me another one from Versus, Indifference. So it actually the Elite Eight man. It was a battle of Versus. I had yeah. Indifference yeah. up against Rear Mirror, and yeah, and for me, like 
Indifference is one of those songs that it's, uh, I remember as I was like seven, 16, like coming home from school or coming home for a baseball game and just like turning on verses and just skipping to that song is like laying in bed. Like, and it's just, it brings me to this awesome place and it's now the, and then when you started talking about like brings the whole band together, like that's maybe the, one of the songs that's not like full band. It's mostly Ed. Right. Exactly. And so I can understand maybe how that one could get muted in your, but that was a very difficult challenge because Mirror Vermeer has just got such a powerful closing into that. But indifference is got a soft spot for me. But well, when you hear indifference, I mean, I think that was one of the first songs I ever remember the boys playing where I'm like, I got to like really dig into this and just kind of hear these lyrics because up until that point, you know, a lot of rocking and rolling, which is great. But yeah, when Indifference came along, I was like, okay, this is kind of, again, we, between you and I, we talk about where's the shift, where's the shift going from, you know, early, early days and how their musicianship has expanded. Now, I got inside job over Indifference and it was super difficult and mm. the only thing i could think of is that i'm selfish and i wanted to have an extra like 3 or 4 minutes of pearl jam at my pearl jam show versus listening to the indifferent song so <clears throat> i love inside job i love the way it moves i love the way it grows mike just shreds in it and again these two songs going up against each other there are a lot of similarities in the Oh, in the sure. nature of the song. Absolutely. Right? And so I went indifference was because this one was hard. I had I listened to these guys back and forth a couple times. I'm like, dang it. How could this, you know, newer ish Pearl Jam song come in, you know, this tenth seed and unseat this three seed. But that's what happened there. That's what okay. happened. It, it okay. came down to the end. So in that one you had River I'm assuming you had River Mirror up against Inside job. Uh, I okay, so you can. I had wash versus <laughs> inside job, yeah, which was okay. tough, dude. Okay, so now, now it was getting to the goose pimple factor. Okay, <laughs> and so I get more of a visceral reaction from wash than I do inside job. So I had wash going all the way to the. Elite Eight, mm. Mm. and they were going up against Rearview Mirror. Yeah, no Those kidding, your songs. No kidding, you're pissed about me. Yeah, that, yeah. I was just because like, I was going to text you the first night. You know, I'm like, oh well, we got all these brackets. I was going to say the very first one. I was like, well, at least I get started with Wash over Angel <laughs> for sure. I was going <laughs> to, and Angel's cool, but it's the, like the the version I hear the most you know, that's recorded. It's, it's just very stripped down. It almost sounds like it's being recorded in a closet. Or yeah. Like it's that, right? yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Which it's is awesome. Cool. But, um, yeah. Okay. There's nothing when nothing almost better than when PJ starts to show with wash. Cause people just get after it. Right. I hear you. So in the bottom right one, we'll jump to that one. It was probably the, in my opinion, the weakest of the I brackets. Would, yeah. Exactly. It had it, again. There, there were some nice hitters in there. You had sometimes love that. It actually 
sadly enough, like Save You is one of my favorite songs on Riot Act was going mm-hmm. up against Sometimes. Uh, of course. Yeah. And I think if Save You would have been anywhere else, it would have probably made it to the Sweet 16. But it got knocked out by Sometimes. And... Oh, my God. That did not happen for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, you wanted to see Sweet Lou make it to the Final Four, but it, it got no. knocked out really early. Uh, yeah, but absolutely. for me, it was, it was Light Years and Fatal. And then we had Sometimes Against Man of the Hours. Again, all these slow jams, man. Right. So coming out of there, it was Man of the Hour Against Fatal. And that was... I keep going back to the man of the hour lyrics are so damn good. And yeah, the one it's, it's, it's just, again, that song for me is, is very just therapeutic. Yeah. It's, and you know, I, I want to go back and, and, and watch the movie, right. Uh, that the movie comes from, I'm blanking on it right now. Big, real big fish, real big fish. It's not very good. It's not very good. Well, I mean, I think if you kind of go back and see it again, like I love Ewan. He's amazing. And it's the way that I can imagine the boys watching that movie because they're like, hey, we're very much into this movie. It kind of resonated with a lot of us. And therefore, they, you know, the song stemmed from that. Um it's tough, right? You know, it's it, it's the whole father son. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for sure. Lose, losing losing the old man, and it's a, and it's a good one. It's a tough one. It it's definitely a, a, a different movie for sure. But I was uh, very excited when because that I think is one of the first times I ever saw Pearl Jam do a song for a movie, and they've done a few here and there. Yeah, we got a whole like, episode on it, like strictly from that, right? Right. Strictly from that. Well, mine was a little bit different. Um, so I have Save You beating out sometimes because I love sometimes and it's amazing when they play it because they don't play it very much. But again, there's not much to the song. It just kind of stays on its little path. So I I love that song, Save You, and I've heard the boys play it all together. I've heard Ed just do it by himself which is amazing so i had save you going up against man of the hour and i had half full going up against brother now Mm. i was very surprised because you know me i got a soft spot for dirty old frank yeah 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 it's got the it's got the funk you know i like Uh to feel the funk man so i had a little dirty frank going up against brother but I had to go with a little brother action on that one. Just, I just think it was just a more complete song and half full again, here we go with kind of these, this middle of the Pearl jam era and just Mike on the guitar is just taking that one to the next level. So yeah, that's great too. And you saw in that song, actually, I didn't really quite like when I first heard studio, and then mm. I saw it on the Madison Square show, and it's th- that mm-hmm. that show was, was really just tremendous. And I know you were there. So, okay, yeah. so you had half full up against, I'm assuming, Light Years. Nope. I had half full going up against Man of the Hour in the Elite Eight. So, on the my right side of the bracket, okay. I've, okay. I've got Wash versus Rearview Mirror. I've got Man of the Hour versus Half Full. Hmm. Okay. So now, okay, now there's only eight songs the boys are going to play tonight. 
What do I want to hear? What's going to make a, just a nice kind of like a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. Like I need, I can't just have all rock. I can't just have all sad and downtrodden. I need, I need this mix. Right. So, so it's, it's getting interesting. It's getting okay. interesting now. Okay. All right. Bounce over the bottom left quadrant. So, Mm-hmm. This one, this one actually had some nice hitters. Again, there was I already talked about the fixer do the evolution matchup. Once is, I think I, I probably did once a disservice in this one, so I actually took once over retrograde, which I think you said something else about retrograde earlier in our prior. Uh, I, I have once over retrograde for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent, dude. <laughs> I do like retrograde; it's growing on me a little bit. I hope so. And then, so once when I first did it, I listened to everything, and then I put once over nothing as it seems. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of backslid and switched those around. Oh, because yes. I thought Mike, I thought Mike is a little bit more powerful than nothing as it seems. So I took nothing as it seems over once. And then, of course, as we said, you know, present tense is such a a cult following song. It's such a uh, epic type anthem and mm-hmm. uh, so i had actually the fixer running up against present tense in the elite eight oh. so i was it was really awesome to see the backspacer get represented you got some yep. no code for the other side for me i have lost dogs and the man of the hour and then you have two from verses and you got another lost dogs and vitalogy nothing from 10 Nothing I'm, from 10. Isn't that crazy? Which is incredible. And, and maybe it was just kind of in the back of our minds from the last Probably. time we did it. But, but still. But actually, in, true, in, in defense, there was only, I think, two. I think it was Once in Oceans. I think were the only two that were actually in it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so what mine is eh, kind of similar, right? So you know I love Thumbing My Way. I just love that song. But it insignificance started coming out Mm. really early on and it kind of kept carrying for a while. And I, so I had insignificance going up against thumbing my way. So hold on. Insignificance beat out present tense in the first round for you. Yes. Wow. Yes. Crank that shit. Dude, I love, I love that jam. That jam so much. And I must've listened to it at least 10 times doing this project and I was like, wow, okay. I I knew it was always there and live. It's amazing. And I'm like, okay, this one could be one that I might be a little bit surprised. This could be the the Cinderella of the it's, ball. It's definitely it's definitely gonna be in my final four. Wow. And so yeah, I couldn't I could not believe it, right? Now this this bracket was kind of fun because um, it had some songs I, I, I really like to listen to. I, lo- I love All or None. I love Unemployable. Mm-hmm. Great one. Yeah. That, that's really well-written song. So when Unemployable went up against Insignificance, I still had Insignificance going. You know I'm a huge fan of Break or Fall, but that one couldn't make it past once, right? Now, the song that I was most surprised that I was the least familiar, but could be one of my new favorite songs. If Eddie was going to come to my house solo and just bring a guitar, and there is one song that I want to hear him play 
today, right now, out of all 64 of these songs, it's Comes Then Goes. Wow. And I could not believe that because I'm like, because I'm just starting to explore and find the song, the six plus minute song of just the lyrics. I could, I'm just, I'm still blown away. I'm still trying to, you know, try to take it all in. It's amazingly written. It's, it's beautiful poetry. And I was, I was shocked. So I had. Wow. So one second on that. Pause, yeah. please. Because <clears throat> you now giving me chills because I need to reinvestigate that song. Cause oh, dude. It's... I actually had black, red, yellow beating comes then goes. Yeah. I think try that one again. Get back into it. Okay. Really hear that song because it is a story and you there's not many people in the world if any could write a song like that okay and it's just and what's kind of cool you got a little bit of this kind of duet action so i can't really tell if it's like matt in the background or who's on the track with him but it's just really well done so when that one came up against once i hold on so that would beat out so okay so yeah sorry for interrupting so yeah that would beat out the fixer or do the evolution uh, well, I had do the evolution beating the fixer. Okay. That one was tough. Cause I cranked both and I cranked them up. Cause I love both of those so much. And I just think it was like the fixer so great, but it just like do the evolution just pulled ahead. I think it started to come away in the fourth quarter a little bit and it just, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I, listen, I can totally get on that. Cause it's like, do the evolution is such a stone song. I just uh, I know. Okay. All right. I digress. Okay. No, it's okay. So then I got once up against comes then goes a song that for once that is, I think a very defining song from a lot of their early shows. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You want to talk about like a passionate song once? Like how do you, how do you sing that? That is crazy. You, you watch anything, watch the pink pop with that's exactly it yeah that's, that's ex- exactly it you, so you, like, you're, you're putting sorry to keep it no, you're it's putting okay. up like quintessential grunge type yes i know i said the g word pearl jam up against new age eddie political type yep 30 years goes. later yep it's it, it was such a crazy dynamic and i'm like okay if i'm gonna be selfish pj's coming over to my pad gonna do a little barbecue <laughs> in the backyard throw up you know throw up the bass throw up put up a couple guitars on my crappy little back deck and they're gonna play a song for the neighborhood do i just get eddie by himself or i do get all the boys out there just setting my backyard on fire and playing once so therefore once took over that song thank you to the elite eight right (laughs) but then i had once up against insignificance which Again, I could not stop listening to the song. So we'll come back to that. Okay. Because okay. I know we're getting close to the or Yeah, let's yeah. Bracket. So let let me let me dip into the final four. Let me first take dip my toe to the final four then. Uh oh, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> so well done. I think we've what's what's really I think this happens very similar to what I did with last time. The only mm-hmm. the one consistent last time was alive, I think, in both of our brackets. 
Oh, for sure. And I don't think we've actually have anything that matches up. Perhaps not even our even our elite eight, which is surprising, but mm-hmm. re- refreshing. Yep. Okay, so heading into the final four again, we have "Hard to Imagine," which is one of those like defiant songs for me, where adolescence and I, hear, I discover "Lost Dogs," and it's got such an amazing like collection at the very end up against "Immortality," which is more kind of an Eddie focused song. Mm-hmm. And I took probably because I've never heard "Hard to Imagine" live. I took in. Oh, I took yeah. hard to imagine. If you yes. can believe it, into the final four. Yes, okay? which was which was a difficult decision because again, I, I love immortality, but something about that jam just just resonates. And then if I pop over, I'm going to give you two of them real quick from my elite eight on the right side, which was indifference versus River Mirror, the, the versus. Yep. Matchup. Yep. So again, this is Big like the, the only two that the only song that's a really rock song, mm-hmm. Rear View Mirror. And that song is, uh, I've always I've said it, like one of my favorite parts of any Pearl Jam song is when he belts out Review at the very end oh there. Yeah. And like it could be one of the, my most favorite parts of any song they've ever played. See, the goose pimple fact. Yeah. I know, yeah. I'm telling you. And, but sadly enough, I keep going back to like the indifference. There's something about indifference mm-hmm. where I will light the candle and it's yeah. just like so slow down and emotional. Yes. So I had to take, maybe it was because the origin and kind of the overall, well, I kind of like the, the feeling of the bracket was so stripped down and slow. I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Do it justice. Give me indifference over Ruby mirror. You know, Indifference is one of those songs that people tattoo that shit on their arms and oh, on their legs. So, like, when you're talking about poetry and analogies, especially early on in Pearl Jam's, Pearl, you know, kind of their inception a couple years in, you're just like, wow, who, like, okay, Eddie can rock. It's almost like, okay, one, who is this guy out of California? Just all of a sudden they come out with 10 and then you start getting into some of this deep, deep level, next level poetry. And, and just you're right. It really kind of sets cadence. like, Holy crap, dude, where did it, that come from? It, it really truly does set him apart from, it's kind of got a little bit like a, it's kind of got like a Lane Staley feel to it. Kind of deep and dark, super dark. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I'll keep going. Keep going. Okay. All right. I'll just cruise it in. Yeah. I'll cruise it in. All right. So then I lead up against, again, this one is probably the weakest of the bracket. So I have Man of the Hour up against Fatal. Mm -hmm. And for me, this was not that difficult. I keep going back to Man of the Hour. That one's just, um, just, there's just too much for Fatal. Even though, again, I I love Fatal and funny story about Mm -hmm. Fatal. I think so Stone wrote that song. Yeah. And I think he wrote it is actually supposed to be Plato, like the what? yeah, not like Plato, like Plato, like the um, the philosopher. I think Plato would be so much better than Plato, don't you think? It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, man, that was a pretty easy one. So, man of the hour, and then 
present tense up against the fixer, which was actually very difficult because I kind of found this like renewed feeling for the fixer. Yes. And, but then I keep like the very intro of like, you want to talk about goosebumps, like, like you hear that first intro to to present tense. Yeah. And you're going for a ride. ride. So I pushed present tense over into the final four. So I got hard to imagine indifference, man of the hour, present tense. Okay. Now, all right. So here's how I got to my final. So I'm thinking, okay. Pearl Jam comes out to your place out there on the East Coast. They set up on your roof, right? Okay. You're going to do four songs. What's the order of your final four? What's going to be the opener? What's going to be the closer? Ah, wow. How are you going to put those four together? Okay. I would probably do Man of the Hour as an opener. Okay. Like and then that. I would go with Hard to Imagine, mm-hmm. Present Tense, and then I would close with an inference. Yeah, closing with indifference. They were I mean, starting to do that pretty recently, right? Didn't you see that on a couple sets? They were kind of starting to close with that song a little bit. I think I did see that, yeah. 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 I mean, they'll still come out and do Yellow Lead Better or maybe like Rockin' on the Free World or something, but I did see that they kind of ended a couple with that. That would be really interesting to see. So so out on the East Coast is going to be a chill rock it's show. It's going to be a super chill rock it's show. Gonna be, it's going to be uh, kind of... The sun's going down. Yeah. Out and now that you're highlighting some of this, it's kind of makes me sad that there's not really any rock jams in this. It's so I just feel bad. We, we now ladies and gentlemen at home, we did all the remaining songs were on a separate bracket, which I haven't really honestly looked at, but <laughs> no, that I, one, I was like, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to go to a festival and we're going to see 64 songs, I might've picked that one over this one. Because of just all the amazing songs that were left, it, it'd be tough. Yeah, but um, good because Leather Band would have made it to the final for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's when the mic just drops on my. <laughs> so you go get a beer for you, huh? <laughs> all right, so where are we so, at here? Okay, so the tough ones for me. So my elite eight going in the final four. I had hard to imagine versus nothing, man. What would you pick? Oh, I already said nothing are hard to imagine. Done. Okay. But over nothing, man. Those two. Yes. Going to... Yes. Okay. Okay. So now I've, I've, did, I've hard... heard nothing, man. Like, I don't know. Every know. single concert I've been to. I know. And it's and that's it was, the hard yeah. part. So I had hard to imagine the whole time up until this morning, up until this morning. Up until I, was... I declared mine. No, up until I'm waiting for the kid to pick him up at school. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go studio version versus studio version one last time. And I switch back to nothing, man. And I think it was just, I was getting more goose pimple feels from the nothing man versus hard to imagine. It was so tough. Okay. I love, I love that one. Okay. Now I had insignificance beating out once to go to the final four. I was so surprised. And then I had Wash versus Rearview Mirror, and Rearview Mirror insignificance. Insignificance is in the final four. Insignificance is in my final four. Turn it on, crank that shit up. Over which and one that, again? Over a uh, once. Over, over okay. once. Okay. Tough. Tough. It was tough because basically 
you put on wow you turn that up real loud you play in significance after that and you just go back and forth you know honestly do you remember that the one of the one of the live shows i heard where it was funny where eddie was telling a story about mike and he's like one of the funniest lyrics it was about lunkin and he was saying one of the funniest uh one of the funniest like misunderstanding lyrics was mike he's like i want to rock and roll all night and part of every day yeah and uh, <laughs> and on once which was i just recently re-looked at the lyrics and i had never realized but he's like he does the indian summer but i hate the heat like that just that line in once mm-hmm. indian summer but i hate is like so for me is like the, my favorite part of the song just that one little line I don't know yeah. something about it. Something about it. It's just, it's amazing. He, the, you know, that whole song is just shredding from start to finish. I mean, it's just like three minutes of just full force. Yeah. You know? Song's it's incredible. Great. Yeah. Super incredible. And then the weak bracket down in the bottom quarter out of all the songs in that whole bracket could not believe that half full got to my final four half full. Wow. Like one half, like what? How does that happen? But it just was so rocking all the way through. And so I've got on my roof, Pearl Jam's going to open with Nothing Man. They're going to follow up with Half Full. Then they're going to go into Significance. And then they're going to finish their show with Rearview Mirror. And it's just going to tear the neighborhood up, bro. People are going to come from miles around to see that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. What a crazy turn of events. Yeah, definitely didn't see half full. I definitely didn't see that one coming. But, you know, I mean, it beat out Grammy out of control. uh, Light years gone, which I was very surprised because I love that song. And I can't believe that Spin the Black Circle. Yeah, you kicked out Spin the Black Circle, dude. Yeah, but I'm just like, you know, I again, it was just maybe kind of what's great like here's what i need to hear in my life today right here's what's going to get me through this is kind dude of mike I'm honestly at. mike does so kick ass in that song it's like the second that, that the second that song hits it's like a guitar solo yeah so yeah. okay all right I can and i just that. i guess i just need that you okay know? i just need so would you say so so before we get into the final four would you say that the matchups prior to were diff- more difficult than your final four matchups? I think so. Um, only for the sake of, th- you know, there's so many songs and you're like, am I making the right choice? Is this really the better song? How am I analyzing this? How am I breaking it down? So once I got to the final four, you know, I've got Rearview mirror going up against half full to go into the final. Mm-hmm. Right. So, that one was pretty easy for me. I took Rearview Mirror going. I knew you would, you, you tool. I knew that it's Rearview just, Mirror. It's just, it's just the way it's it so out, cliche, dude. man. It's just the way that it played out. It's like but, picking a live to win it all. Come on. No, well, hey, it put that song back in there. And we might have a different winner. <laughs> so, but again, so when I'm watching Rearview Mirror and I'm like looking at some of the live shows and I'm watching how they're doing it during the concert. The crowd is just going. Ape oh, shit. they go ape shit in that song. That. And 
and that's a big part of it. And so, do you like that? Do you like that? Like five minute, just like baseline kind of let the crowd kind of build up. I think it's pretty damn rad, man. You can do so much with that song, which is fantastic. I mean, you know, how many times have they intermingled other songs in the middle of that song and then right. they come back to Rearview Mirror, right? So, I mean, it is the 800-pound gorilla. It is. It truly match. is. It is. It, it's a true number one. It's basically, you know, and I don't even know if the number ones are still in these brackets right now because games are on you know but it's this- funny you say that dude and sorry to keep interrupting but i think it's good banter but yeah the rear view mirror it probably doesn't get enough as far as like the over like non-pearl jam heads don't probably really recognize rear view mirror as being a number one seed i don't get now i get a I've always had a great feel when I heard that on the studio album. It was always one that stuck out to me because it was catchy and it was fast and it was fun and it's easy to sing along to. I could actually understand the majority of the words that Eddie was saying, like a lot of bonuses going on in that song. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But wow, it is just a completely different animal live. I mean, it's four minutes longer and, you know, you can spotlight anybody in the band with that song and... I I can't get enough of it. Like if they're not ending their first part of their set, you know, like the first part of their set with yeah. that song, I'm like, oh, I'm like disappointed. Like, come on. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So you got River Mirror that advanced to the title game. Who who do you got on the other side? I had nothing man going up against insignificance. Woo, baby. And I went with Insignificance versus Rearview Mirror in the title okay. game. Like wow. a true number one against someone that's just like maybe like a know, four, 13 like a seed. school that's always been there and they're just kind of always in the mix and the, almost like a Michigan State or something like that. They're always there. They're yeah. Always yeah. Part of it. Again, I and love Insignificance. That's like, get, yeah, that's like a, oh, that's like a 10 seed. That's like a, yeah. It's like a um, Creighton or a Drake. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, it's like a who beat who beat uh, Purdue number one. Oh, yeah. the Harley <laughs> Dickinson Knights. Right. Like, where the hell? It's not that bad. It would have been Sweet Lou, okay, but or Whale I Song. Think- Sweet Lou should have been farther since it's a basketball song. You know, it really should have point. automatically been all the way up there. So, all right. So let me just pull this back to reality. You, I have hard to imagine up against present tense on the left side. I have indifference, indifference, not insignificance up against man of the hour. And again, these are both, although, you know, shockingly hard to imagine in present tense are kind of lined up as far as kind of how their, their pace and indifference and man of the hour, similar, similar tempos. Hundred percent. So this, these two weren't that difficult for me, even though I, obviously I, they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. But I took indifference over man of the hour. Yep. And I took present tense over hard to imagine. Mm-hmm. And for me, again, it comes back to just those, like you said, those goosebumps feels when I hear both of those intros. It's. They're kind of very similar on the intro to heavy bass. I even said on the, um, the setlist episode where maybe I'd love Jeff and Eddie just to come out by themselves and play some oh, yeah. indifference 
with a kill. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So I got present tense up against indifference. My my national title. present tense versus indifference. And I think both of those are like maybe like a two or three seeds, three or fours. Yeah. Not yeah. they're not tens and twelves, but right. probably not a one seed. You know, they might not get the most, uh, you know, the most viewers on ABC or NBC or whatever they're playing the final four here in a couple of weeks. You know, you're going to be like, what the hell? Like, yeah, everybody wants to see, you know, like a Super Bowl. You want a good Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. You want like two high powered teams back and forth. Like this past Super Bowl was actually like super entertaining. You don't want just like. Nah, you know, I can't believe they made it there and now I'm forced to watch this shit. Right. So, okay. So, no, so you, I'll let me go first because I think, me. I think yours is probably a, a slam dunk yes. on pun uh, intended. Yep. It's a big mamma jamma 360. Yeah. So, but let me, let me creep into mine slightly because I think mine's a little tighter of a race. So, present tense, I think my, uh, my, my dad, at least probably maybe one of his favorite songs. And I, I, I think that actually they played that in Nashville, which was great. But my when I was doing this and I was up against these two, I remember this mm-hmm. this experience. I went so I went out to college. I actually, or when I was in high school, I played in this little band for like two weeks. Okay, nice. one of my one of my friends from back home was a super good guitar player. Okay, and I'm telling him how amazing Pearl Jam is. And I'm playing him. This is back in, in high school, in Nebraska. Yeah, in, Nebraska. in Nebraska, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk him up. I know he's good. He's he was super good. And I'm I'm playing him verses, and we get to indifference, and he's like, you just listen to it. And then we graduate, we leave, and I move out to college, and he moves to another place. We actually rendezvoused about four years later as seniors in college, and I'm in his his house at his uh, his college house. And I'm, I'm like, hey, can you teach me how to play daughter? So I put verses on and he's teaching me how to play daughter. And we go to indifference and he, he has the chills moment. He says, mm-hmm. what? He's like, I haven't heard this song in four years. He's like, this song is the most amazing song I've ever heard. Yes. I mean, literally, he almost was in tears because he's like, I hadn't heard this song since you sh- played this for me, and you're bringing this back to me again. And it's like, what is this song? For that, I chose indi- Indifference to win the whole title. Nice, dude. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. And yeah. that, I mean, that is a song that is so introspective, and you can have the headphones on, and you just... What's cool is you're instantly, like, transported to a different place yeah man right it just totally takes you away it transports you to a different place and you might be able to see something new within that song each time you hear it or you still go back to the same place but you can even if you haven't experienced what is going on in that song you could imagine that happening to you or imagine having to go through what eddie is describing and so good one, bro. I mean, kudos to you because uh, I had a shocker. I had uh, insignificance beating rearview mirror. Just joking. Just joking. I totally <laughs> took rearview mirror to win the whole thing. bro. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen the look on Wes's face. Yeah. Like, no way. <laughs> 
No, I just I couldn't I couldn't shake it. I couldn't get away from it. I know you couldn't. Every time when you drew it, I knew it was it was destiny. I was like, dude, no way. It and depending on where it was in the bracket. Is there is there a it was there a song that could have beat that one on the on the bracket? It's tough. It's tough. I don't think anything has the same mankind (laughs) yeah dude yeah where was good old mankind where was mankind dude where was mankind some of the best some of the best lyrics ever tucked in that song (laughs) i know i know i can't believe uh glorified g didn't make it far farther than when did did you put how how far did you put glorified g did you did you get him out the first it did beat out Crop Duster in the very first game, but it lost to Get Right. Get actually. Right. Because <laughs> I like that song. Awesome, I do like that song. I do. That was but fun. I had hard to imagine beating out Get Right, so you can feel good that, you know, at least I put your proper song forward. Thank you. So, Thank you're you. You're welcome. Yes, sir. So, yeah. I mean, this is, this is great. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, when we do the next one, Make sure that Rearview Mirror is not in there. Yep. Make sure. Right? Yeah. Maybe we take our number ones out that have won, right? Or ones that have kind of gone that way. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, really start to see, you know, what what shakes out because <laughs> I just hope the boys can get back to some three-hour shows. I know that's asking a lot. That's asking a lot. But I, I would love to see... Well, I would just love to see what's going to shake loose after this new music drops and how that's going to feel. Because, like, how you kept going back to Fixer. Dude, remember the first time you heard Fixer? I actually, like, downloaded it on the radio. It was the first Pearl Jam song that had been out, it seemed, in, like, forever. Right. Right? It was the first one that came out. It had been, like, four years. And I and I cranked it on my headphones, and I was like, uh, okay, let me listen to it again. And I listened to it again. I'm like, Okay, let me listen to it again. It was just a little different, and I was like, "Do I like this? Do I not like that?" Then my typical Pearl Jam problem when new things come out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm hoping that when we get back to some live shows, they'll start. I mean, they always will dig deep, and they'll just pull out what feels good to them. But I would love to see some, some, some deep cuts and some stuff. That well, you yeah, I mean, so on the last show I was at, they they pulled out all night. Which I was yeah. not that into, but honestly, what this a this is super fun. First off, mm-hmm. but b it actually proves that songs evolve, and the evolution of these the evolution Amen. of these songs Amen change constantly. The yes. fact that I have sad going into the Sweet Sixteen, right, is incredible. Right, yes, yeah. so. <clears throat> Anyway, it's um, yeah, it's it's a great exercise to do. I, I suggest the listeners to do it too. Um, find a friend, man. Phone a friend. Yeah, phone a friend, and the best part is seriously pulling the hats. Or that is the best part. The hat, filling <laughs> filling them up with songs, grabbing some drinks, hanging out, doing some virtual polls because you're just like. How the hell did we just pull that freaking song and not like forty eight other songs? When I was pulling these, Wes was like, "Dude, what are you doing? How is <laughs> you're just like, oh god, why is this one in there?" But you know, it was still it was still super great. So, right on, man. Hey, we'll man. Close, yeah, close us out. You know. Oh man. Well, I mean, 
I'm I'm still very thankful we're doing this. I appreciate you so much. Uh, as long as Pearl Jam's going, we're going to keep going. It's sporadic at best at times, but uh, hopefully it's something that folks can get into. Find your passion, find a friend, talk about it, and uh, enjoy the time you make. Uh, until the next time, this has been another amazing episode of Pearl Jam's Black Circle.